Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! So let me just paint a picture for you, uh, just so you can sort of be here in this space with us while we jam about Point Break, you know, just oh. sort of just sort of rap about it for a little bit. Jess and I are sitting on the floor. Uh, we have pillows. She has a blanket. We're really relaxed. Uh, this is really the the vibe that we try to go for most of the time. So we've just uh, just decided to embrace it fully. And I, I hope you're just... Uh, I just recommend uh, for ultimate listening experience to Point Break Minute. That would be, uh, that'd be what I'd recommend. Is what? Sitting with pillows and blankets oh. on the floor. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, if you want to. You do you, boo. Tune in and tune out. Anyway, this is Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. That, that was just a PSA for, uh, you know, to, before we start to sort of get the vibe going right and sort of just mm. let people know where we're at. Because that's what this is about. Yeah. Speaking of PSAs. Minute 78. So Minute 78 uh, continues with Bodhi asking, ever done this before, to Keanu? As he hands him a parachute, Kiana says, no, but I've seen it on TV. And Bodhi goes, it's 100% pure adrenaline. Let's just hold it right there. So, yeah, 100% pure adrenaline is the tagline for Point Break. Woo, we made it. Now, that doesn't really, that, I, I don't like that as a tagline. I like it. You do? I think I like it. Uh... Is this movie 100% pure adrenaline for you? I would say that subject-wise it is. I, this movie isn't, I mean, I guess like a movie like Speed, for instance, is more uh, about adrenaline. Uh, but this movie, like, subject-wise, like, I feel like a lot of the themes it's dealing with are about adrenaline. You know, what what is what are these guys searching for? And especially Bodhi is searching for the ultimate. And the ultimate, I think, has to do a lot with uh, adrenaline and sort of getting that rush, getting that high. That's what he's talking about right here. I think Utah is going for the same thing, and that's kind of the point they're making, where he's he's gone a different route, but he's looking for a similar thing. He likes that high of you know, chasing down the bad guys, getting to shoot his gun in the air. Hmm. So for me, that does work as a tagline. I also like that it's succinct. Succinct? 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 Succinct. Uh, it's just too, you know, 100% pure adrenaline. It's just... That's all you need to know. It, it has. It, there's a certain confidence to like. But I feel like it's failed us, Murin. It's failed the movie because so many people who've been guests on the show and never seen this movie before just went, I just thought this was a bad movie and this was just a stupid movie, but it's actually really good. I see your point. 100% pure adrenaline as a tagline doesn't give it the credit it deserves. It makes no. it sound like just some other dumb summer movie where it's really doing more than that. Yeah. And obviously, the the point of a tagline is to sell the movie, and they're trying to sell the movie as a total, you know, action ride. You know, I think it should be to get the ultimate rush, you have to pay the ultimate price, or whatever the actual line is. Yeah, I believe that that is a tagline on a uh, fan art poster we yeah. found, isn't it? So that would have been good. But does it give away too much? No, I wouldn't say so. It's pretty vague. Is it? I guess pay the ultimate price usually is death. Yeah. So maybe. 
But also on that fan art poster, it could just be like um, ser- is- searching for the ultimate ride, or they're searching for the ultimate ride, or just the ultimate ride. The ultimate ride sounds close to 100% pure adrenaline to me. But you could die from the ultimate ride. You can't die from 100% pure adrenaline. You could be brought back to life with 100% pure adrenaline. As Isn't Craig that what they do? Us. Isn't that what they do, though? If you die, like they shoot you with like adrenaline? I don't know. Or is that just in movies? Is that just in Crank? <laughs> I don't know. They what did they do? Didn't they do that in a uh, Pulp Fiction? I think so. Isn't that wasn't that adrenaline that they're shooting her up with? Maybe. Like starter heart again or whatever. Maybe, but it's not. It, they're not using it. I don't think that's what it was supposed to be for, right? They because uh. now they have those pen things like EpiPens, but they're for drug overdoses. I can't remember what they're called. Okay, then. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about, though? Uh, they're, they're, no, you're, not you're, specifically. You're supposed to have them if you do drugs. Like, because it's it uh, brings you back from an overdose. It can save your life. The life you save may be your own. Which is a line later in the scene. I just can't so, wait to get to these great yeah. lines in this scene. They're just some real zingers. So, hold on a sec. We got to get there first, though. So. Okay, we got to work our so, way. So Bodhi is telling him, other guys snort for it, jab a vein oh, for speaking it. Speaking of drugs, all you got to do is jump, jump. And- Might as well jump. Which did you know that song was written about um, people who would, like scream at people who are trying to commit suicide and jump off a building? I think I did know that. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Um, like just jump, motherfucker. But. <laughs> Like those assholes who yell shit like that. That's what the song is. That's <laughs> so horrible. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I thought it was really bad. I was learning about that. I learned that on one of my little ranker listicles. Um, who's the singer of that song? Van Halen. Yeah. So. It was uh, it was a list about that One guy. of their two lead singers. I don't remember which one. I don't know. It was about one of them. I think it must have been uh, Diamond, Diamond Dave. Uh, uh, it was Di- Diamond Dave and Sammy Hagar. It wasn't Sammy Hagar. Yeah, it had to be Diamond Dave. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways. Uh, he's like this crazy one. <laughs> yeah. It's whatever that one was. Yeah. So Keanu, they're kind of like slapping back and forth the uh, backpack parachute. Kind of like in a passive aggressive like bro way. Like where they're like, yeah, dude, slap. Like slap their shoulder. Mm-hmm. But each one's getting progressively harder. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, okay. Like playing chicken. Yeah, or like Ro- who can... Rochambeau. Yeah, <laughs> isn't, that, uh... isn't Rochambeau just rock paper scissors? There was a thing called Rochambeau when I was like, I don't think anyone actually did it, but like in middle. Oh, school. you slap people's hands. Yeah, yeah. It was just like I hitting that. each other harder and harder until someone gives up. That was a. I think that was a name that people used for it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I remember playing that, and we'd get like bruises and shit on our hands from it. Mm-hmm. Um. Fun. Yeah, fun times. So, Keanu... getting from those slap bracelets. Yeah. Keanu says, I'm sure it's a blast, but I screwed up my knee yesterday. He <laughs> Because he was there. Yeah. And then Bodhi... They're, both, they're playing along with yeah. this fiction that they don't know what happened. Bodhi says, yeah, I noticed you limping. But don't worry, we're not going to land on land. We're not going to land on land. Yeah. yeah. I like his line delivery on this. His yeah. Texans coming out yeah. even more in this. Yeah, I know it's you limping, but don't worry, don't worry, because we got to, we're not going to land on land. And then Keanu says, okay, fine then. I feel so much better. Slap. 
I'm and he sorry, slaps I him. slapped you. That's okay. Uh, it didn't hurt. Okay. Um, he slaps him hard on the shoulder, like yeah. a little bit harder than friendly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's this this moment is full of not so subtle subtleties. Yeah, I like I like the dialogue in this minute. It gets uh like I feel that the screenwriter uh, W. Peter Illiff was just like really digging it. He was like yeah. grooving, you know, he's rapping and grooving. It's like oh yeah, this oh yeah, he's gonna say says this, then he says this, ooh, then he says this. Like you're a ha- like you're a hacker, like being like getting in the in the zone. Like, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> spins his chair around and then, like yeah. looks and it's like. And then another person starts typing next to him, like yeah. in the NCIS episode. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. It's like, four hands are better than two. We can get this done in no time. Yeah. The stupidest thing. Okay. Um, Look up that clip of NCIS. Oh, yeah. you know, this is my anti-recommendation, the, too, for NCIS. <laughs> NCIS hacking scene. It's it's wonderful. Um, so they go, okay, let's fly. They get on to the plane. The plane flies into this, what looks to me like a sunset. But it's supposed to be a sunrise. And I mean, what's the difference, really? I know. It's like, meh, whatever. But they go three minutes. And, and there is actually a difference. I, just so you know. I'm not I'm not an idiot. I know the difference. Yeah. So they're... One's going up. One's going down. Thank you, Maren. I'm really so glad you, that you're clarifying this. I try to be informative. Yeah. So they're in the plane. They're trying to get ready. Uh, Bodie's wrapping this pressure gauge thing around his hand nathaniel is taking is off it a his... bar- is it a barometer is that what you'd call it I have, I have no clue i thought barometer was like air pressure but i guess so or like isn't that what it would be maybe i don't know what's a barometer it's the it's it's presumably to check the air pressure and then it'll say how far they are above sea level or above the land why does that matter so they know when to pull the chute oh that's fancy. I would imagine. I mean, I, I've never gone parachuting or skydiving. And I never will. We'll see about that. I'm not. I would no, never. I'm, I would say I'm no. never fucking doing that. I'm not doing I'm, I would not. Yeah. I mean, uh, may, maybe. Maybe I would. I would be, like, amazed if you did, in a very proud way if you did. Thank but you. But I'm not joining you. That's fine. Okay. Because I don't want to die. This, will, this is the journey I'm going on in for Point Break Minute. Yeah. Reckoning with the idea of uh, putting my life in the, in the hands of a please. Please actually don't. Please, this is like giving me panic. Like I understand this. Me too. Kind okay. of. It's really scary. So yeah, we're we're obviously as we sit in our our in our blanket with our with our chai tea and our sweaters, we're obviously so real adventurous. We're, yeah, we're such adrenaline junkies. So. There Nathaniel's in the scene is just getting undressed in the background. He's pulling his pants down. And my question is why? Yeah, none of the other guys are doing that. Do they put on jumpsuits? Not in this minute. Maybe that's what he's getting ready to do. But why would he need to take off his pants for that? Why not just put the jumpsuit on over his outfit? I don't know. He's taking off his pants. He he's being him. He's feeling he, he just, just feels like yeah. going uh Getting some air on those legs. But Murren didn't notice that at first. He was just so I was so mesmerized by, by Bodhi. Uh, yeah, Bodhi. Bodhi's talking about uh oh, speaking of clothes though, the um Bodhi takes off his jet his uh overcoat, if we didn't mention that. Yeah, he just looks So like what a... was he wearing that for? I don't know. It's, it's like this cold is my outfit for Keanu's apartment. Yeah. But now that we're skydiving, it was his I'll just traveling put him in the truck. coat, Murren. His driving coat. His duster. Essentially, yeah. But he looks like a dirty crust punk in the scene like his shirt's all twisted and stained and his hair's all unwashed and greasy like 
he's losing a little shine. Yeah. I wonder if Bodhi was part of the hardcore scene. Maybe. Like back in the, you know a few years ago. I wonder if he followed around uh, Black Flag a little bit. Because he's kind of talking about like straight edge philosophy. Like some guys got to do drugs for it, but I just, you know, I just have to jump. Is that what I do? That's my drugs. Kind of straight edge is like no drinks, no drinking, no drugs. Mm -hmm. That's and that's how hardcore I am. Like I'm hardcore in the opposite way. I I don't really get it, but okay. And then like I mean straight yeah like being straight edge like it's good like you're not poisoning your body obviously I respect that but like the uh, the punk part of it becomes like and I'll beat the shit out of you if you do drugs. Like, that's, people would do that shit. So it's kind of, and, like, just, it's like uh, sort of the version of, like, Ricky Gervais being an atheist and, like, being annoying about it. Or, like, him like, is, fine, is, being a vegetarian atheist, but... and being annoying about it. Yeah. Or Morrissey being whatever Morrissey is and being annoying about it. A vegan, right? Vegan. And, like, pro-animal rights. Yeah. Which. Is good. Yeah, which is awesome. I'm vegan. I'm pro-animal Meat rights. is murder, dude. It is murder. But. And it's delicious. Yeah, we have different views on that. But you know what? I'm okay with that. Thank you. Yeah. As we stare thoughtfully into the distance. Just got lost in a moral quandary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Back to Point Break. Yeah. So, uh, Bodhi says, this is a ceremony you always do at the end of the summer. One last beef star. (laughs) One last beef star. (laughs) Speaking of meat, (laughs) that's like a... That's a, a dish you get at Carl's Jr. I think. <laughs> the beef star. I'll have one beef star, please. <laughs> or that's that's what you get at King Teriyaki Donut Laundromat. <laughs> oh yeah, have we talked about King, Day- King Donut Teriyaki Laundromat yet? No. King Donut Teriyaki Laundromat is wonderful. You should, it's a real place. It's a real place. That's their tagline. Uh, it's a <laughs> that is actually their tagline. <laughs> Um, if you Google King Donut Teriyaki Laundromat, it's a place uh, that is exactly what it sounds like. They may have donuts, they have teriyaki, they have teriyaki, they have laundry, among other things. I think. I think they also have espresso now. I think they probably. I mean, that goes with donuts, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's near where my parents live, where I uh, lived for a few years before I moved out uh, after moving away uh, from my childhood home um, in Seattle. Uh, and it's it's wonderful. I've I've gotten donuts there a few times. Um, are they good? They're fine. Not exceptional, but fine. They're not bad. Have you gotten teriyaki there? No, I'm not a big teriyaki person. That's shocking. Teriyaki's my dad's favorite food. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I like it fine, but it's just not something I like crave. Yeah. Um, uh, I haven't used it for laundry either. Uh, luckily, I haven't had to use a laundromat for uh, for several years now. Nice. I kind of miss it in a way. Like, I remember I used to go to a laundromat, and they had, like, good Wi-Fi, and I would just, like, set up and, like, watch a movie while I was, like... Would that be when you were in Port Townsend? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see that being, like, the highlight of your day is going to a laundromat. When you're yeah, I just got to, And he was like, well, what else can I do? I just got to wait here. You know, I can't do anything else. Yeah. It's kind of relaxing in that way. Anyway, King Donut Teriyaki Laundromat, there's a little uh, YouTube ad for it that I think is still online that's very amusing, and you should uh, you should watch that. Anyway. Um, Beef Star. Beef star. He actually says one last speed star, which we did not get until understood. That's what he said. It really we... sounded like he said beef star. Yeah, <laughs> but speed star doesn't really make any more sense. Which didn't you Google it? It doesn't come up with anything. It's like yeah. a band and a song. Yeah, but one last speed star. One last speed star for the summer. Yeah, whatever. I feel like we should start using that in yeah. our. Uh, you know, just like say it around, and like yeah. people pretend to know what we're saying because they yeah. don't want to seem like they're they're out of the loop. Yeah. I'd rather say one last beef star than speed one last. Yeah, beef star. I think yeah. 
beef star. Let's go with it. Yeah. And then he says, by the way, you may want to pull, you might want to pull that little orange thing sometime and grommet. I think or it's Roach, Roach, but it's whoever it is is off screen. Says, the life you save may be your own. It's not, Gromit doesn't have enough sass for that, I feel like. Yeah, it's more of a Roach thing. Yeah. So we looked this up. This was a whole journey, uh, an uh, internet journey. The life you save may be your own. Uh, the first result that comes up is, is a short story by Flannery O'Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt that's what he's quoting. Um, he's because- really, you know... I mean, I don't know. They're, they are, you know, they're, they're kind of, uh, you know, I could imagine them reading, you know. Yeah. They try to be uh, sort of a, Bodhi probably has like a reading list for all of them. Like, yeah, summer reading list. This gets, is what represents my philosophy. They get stickers for each book they finish. And Apple. Yeah. Is that what you got? I don't know. I guess the Apple is what you give to the teacher, not what yeah. the teacher gives you. Yeah. That would be pretty cool, though. Yeah. Just like everyone gets an Apple. Yeah. That would be expensive for the teacher. Well, they, they would be provided by the school. School doesn't have money for that. That's true. Anyway, uh, it's also, um, with a little more digging, we found it was a, a PSA from the 50s about yeah, driving 1955. safety. 55. Yeah, we're not going down that road. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, drive carefully. The life you save just might be your own. But it was also a James Dean ad. Yes, we found this James Dean. You can talk about James Dean. You're you're the James Dean expert. I love James Dean. Um, I don't. Shocking. But that's okay. But why? He's such a good actor. He's not. Yes, he is. I disagree. He's so good. I've, I've only seen Rebel Without a Cause. I guess I can't give that's a fully the, That's one of his best movies. I don't like his performance in that. Ugh. Maybe I would like Giant. I don't know, or East of Eden, or whatever well, the war one is. is. Such a good movie, Marin. It's okay. He's not good in it. I respect. I'm your not opinion. saying I'm better. I'm just saying he's not a great. Actor. I respect your opinion, but it's wrong. Okay, so, I respect your opinion, but it's the correct one. I disagree, but I respect. I respect you. Okay, poll out there. Tell us on Surf Shop, is James Dean a good actor? Or I'll not? create a poll. Is James Dean a good actor? The answer is yes. That's just a little hint for some of you guys. Anyway. Back- okay, it's a PSA. Well, who would James Dean play in Point Break? I mean, Utah, right? He'd be a good Utah. No, he would play Bodie 110%. Crazy? Of course he'd play Bodie. I see him as Utah. No. He's got fire behind his eyes. Well, so Utah is supposed to have some fire, too. No, no, no. No, yeah, no. you're. I, I see Bodhi, yeah. Hush, child. Hush, child. Bodhi. Okay, so it's this advertisement where basically some awkward guy who looks like the white guy from like a Chris Rock sketch um, pulls James Dean off the set of Giant and is like, You don't want to speed, right, James? I don't think he was actually coming off the set of Giant. Yes, he was. I think it was. I think it was a, a, a little play acting. Oh, it's like, well, just pretend you're just on the set. I don't know. Maybe they did. Oh, maybe I don't know. But he's like, you wouldn't speed, right, James? And James Dean is like, I have no interest in speeding. The life you save just might be mine. But he's said saying it as like a joke. Yeah, they do this whole scene where they talk about like, oh, do you, do you ever race? And like, oh yeah, I race, but I do it on the track. I save it for the track because it's safer than doing it out in the the highways. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, apparently he was supposed to say, the life you save might be your own, but he, he ad-libbed, 
the light you the life you saved might just be mine yeah and then he died and then he died in a car accident yeah at 24 years old <laughs> um so yeah that's where that little line that roach says is from Mm-hmm. then kiana goes oh here's where it starts so uh who packed my shoe and Bodhi says i did why you don't trust me and keanu <laughs> says you gotta earn trust you gotta earn trust and it's this nice little like mm, moment. This is another uh, don't trust. You know, this is, uh, bringing up trust again. It was in a recent minute. He said, or Bodie says, "Do you trust me?" Oh, does he? And this one, he says, "Don't you trust me?" Yeah. Do not you trust me? Do not you trust me? Don't you not trust me? Scanning for a point break. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, good to have you back. Uh. Okay, we'll earn it together. Yeah. Good response, Bodhi. Yeah. I don't know how to answer that. Yeah. I don't know what it means. That really. is a, no, because Bodhi doesn't trust him anymore. Why should Bodhi trust Ke- yeah, Keanu? We don't. We don't trust. Neither of them trust each other. But no. they're pretending. Wow, this is a this is a tense situation. Yeah. And they're up in an airplane about to jump off. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. This is intense. This is this is a hundred percent pure this adrenaline. Is, this part is a hundred percent pure. Actually, adrenaline. not yet. We're not even there yet. It's gonna get there. It's yeah. gonna get there. This is like 90%. Yeah, 85 to 90, but we're going to get to 100. You know, you just wait and we're gonna see. We're going to get to like 120% pure adrenaline. Yeah, all like, adrenaline just exploding out. Yeah. Just spewing. Yeah. Yep. All over the audience. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stay, yeah, you, you don't want to sit in the wet zone. You might yeah. get soaked with to, adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> the audience at the... Uh, premiere at where ponchos <laughs> yeah it was a it's a wet show yeah. like at sea world <gasps> oh my god they should totally do this instead of doing that dumb water world show at universal <laughs> do a point break show yeah i would pay so much money to see that <laughs> <laughs> what would it be they just be surfing and skydiving they <laughs> <laughs> just like people just sitting there like i can think i can see them you're up there somewhere. They have mics, and all you can do is hear, hear them the going, air, like, <laughs> just like the air is like rushing by the mics. <laughs> oh, we are amusing, aren't we? Oh my god, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> just waiting for them to come down. Oh my god, and then the twist is, it really is Keanu. Whoa, that would be exciting. Yeah. I would I would pay yeah. like, like Hey guys, I just came off the set of John Wick Three. Just <laughs> wanted to say what's up and via Condius, everyone. And then he just walks away. <laughs> and he just goes like, Gotta go, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's minute seventy eight. You wanna kick us off with our recommendations? Yes I do. I'm gonna go down the Jessa um route of uh, route. Mm-hmm. of uh, recommending something on youtube uh youtube i thought i just discovered that i died well you introduced me to it mm. it's this crazy new thing yeah uh movies with mikey aka i think the channel is called film joy um and it's just a really nice channel about film i like watching people and listening to people talk about film i just do i'm sorry i'm sorry um and this is a good one because he never punches down or if he does, it's just like rarely and when it's totally earned. Um, but he basically, the whole idea is this guy, uh, Mikey, he had a brush with death 
several years back, and he talks about it in one of his videos. He had like a, an issue with his heart, so he like came very close to you know he could have died, um, and that sort of now he his goal is to just like sort of bring positivity and sort of like put positivity out into the world. And he does that through this channel, and he, he just loves movies, so he loves talking about them, and he talks about them in a positive way. He likes to talk movies that he likes. Um, and he also, they have a, a, a video section called Deep Dive, where they go into movies that were that were flops, that were badly reviewed, or didn't no one saw them. Uh, sort of what the uh, collective culture thinks of as bad movies. And they go into them and try to find the good. And usually they find at least some good Um I just watched one for Green Lantern, which I've never seen because I heard it was bad. But they were like, oh, it's actually, if you watch the extended cut, it's it's a pretty good movie. It's fine. Um, so it's, it's just nice to see people talking about movies in a positive way because there's so many people on the internet talking about movies in a, a negative way. Mm-hmm. It's just... Us included sometimes. Us included sometimes. We're, uh, we're not uh, totally... Uh, um, free of that uh, that charge. It's so much fun to make fun of. It movies. is so fun, but we do it at least we do it in a joking kind of matter uh, manner, not just like not in a hateful, spiteful manner. Eleven reasons why Disney Star Wars is the worst thing no. ever. No, why Disney is ruining. There's every. I mean, every time I watch YouTube, there's always a, mo- a video recommend. There's two two things YouTube recommends to me that I never want to see, mm-hmm. but keeps recommending. Joe Rogan giving his opinion on things. And then movies about why uh, Star Wars is being ruined by Disney. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently Joe Rogan has a podcast that's good because it got nominated for awards. So somebody <laughs> must love it. Yeah. Well, you know, people... Tom Segura is on it a lot. Oh, I don't know. I, I haven't listened to it that much, yeah. I guess. I just... I just, I, I don't know. Yeah. Something about it makes me not want to watch it or yeah. listen to it. I do like Tom Segura, though. Yeah, that's going to be my recommendation, actually. Okay, let's go. Oh, well, that was a good transition. Thanks. Are you done with yours? I am. Movies with Mikey. Uh, check it out. It's free on YouTube. Um, good, fun, positive humor. Uh, and it is, I, yeah, there, I guess I just say like there are some like I, I just like I watched him talk about movies that I like. Like uh, there's one on Ten Cloverfield Lane, Mad oh. Max Fury Road, uh, Moon, like uh, Sunshine. Uh, and you just, really like, like Sunshine. I really like Sunshine. And uh, it's just there's something nice about hearing someone agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, doc- and and he he's very eloquent and he thinks about what he says and it's uh, it's well edited. Um, and just like hearing him explain like exactly why he likes this certain thing. Like there are certain times where I was like, oh, you're so right. Oh, that movie is great. And that one part was really really moving. And like he he explains it well and sort of gets you there. Was it him that we watched some the moon one together? I think so. And by together, I mean I was on my computer and you were watching it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I haven't I watched any other movies about Moon. Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> Tom Segura is a comedian and he is really funny. He's on Netflix. He has, I believe, three specials on Netflix right now. I think so. Yeah, he three just had a, recently had a new one a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, he's funny. He's brash. Um, he's to me pretty inoffensive i don't know yeah i could see people being offended by him but um he's this great bit about bikes and about um scared straight and i you know a joke's not funny if you explain the joke so just watch yeah you don't need to give a whole uh outline but he's funny he yeah he's a 
he does some funny. I don't know. I don't he does know. really good voices. He does really good voices. Some, he has some funny like characters that he does here and there. He, he like his a, dad. Oh, he's a really good one about uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson about meeting Mike Tyson. It's pretty damn good. Mern and I probably quote that once a week. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. We probably quote some Tom Segura thing. Yeah, he is good. He's very quotable. Yeah. So yeah. There you go. Well, there you have it. There Another have point it. break minute. We did it. We, we continue it. to move forward. We did it. We are getting there. And it's an enjoyable process. Yes. But it's, an it's taken a long process. time. <laughs> I applaud anyone out there doing a Movies by Minutes podcast, especially if you're doing it five days a week. Although if we did it five days a week, we'd be getting through it more quickly. But man, a lot of, lot, of, lot of podcasting to do. Yeah. It's a lot. We're going to do another podcast at some point, but it's not going to be three times no. a week. Uh, but yeah, thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing, and uh, listening, and all that stuff. Uh, we really appreciate it. You're all awesome. Point break, bros. Point breakers. Point broken. Point made. Point no point. Point. Anyway, we'll catch you on the flip side on another Point Break Minute, bro. Woo!